Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Long Drive Home Podcast with Alpha Male Tea Party, where our guest today is Evelyn from the band Clean Cut Kid. Evelyn is um, actually a really good mate of ours. She recorded Cello on the track Year of Winter from Infinity Stare, which came out last year and you should all go and buy it. Nice one, cheers. Um, Evelyn's got some great stories to tell from her time with Clean Cut Kid. That kind of makes it sound like she's not in them anymore. She definitely is. It's gone really well. Um, but yeah, really good stories. Um, I think you're going to enjoy this one. Like and subscribe. I'm only saying it because all the proper podcasts say that. You know, like my dad wrote a Peter Crouch porno. Um, so there we are. On with the show. Cool, this is like doing a radio interview with like four different landlines at the same time. Does anybody else just not know where to look? Yeah, yeah. I might uh, I might stick a, a YouTube video on. You know, like like Tom, you know those um I told you about them train the cab ride videos yeah. that I really like on YouTube. It's just uh, it's just uh it's it's like a GoPro attached to the front of a train cab. Just oh, and there's always wow. live ones in like somewhere in the middle, like Switzerland or Norway. It's very boring and at the same time incredibly exhilarating. That sounds absolutely sublime. It's it's just lovely sort of background oh. fodder. Do you uh, do you have to do you watch that with a little cup of tea then? Um, yes, a cup of tea and if possible, a chocolate biscuit. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You've gone crazy in the pandemic. I know. <laughs> yeah, I've started. Uh, I've started living this kind of weird sort of second life, really, where everything's just you know utter chaos. Um, but to be honest, I'm glad you've reminded me of those actually, because um, I found myself at a bit of a loose end today, and I watched a 45 minute long video compilation of, <laughs> of football goals. So I think. I think. I might move on to that one when I find next I find myself at a loose end. I tell you what I've also started watching is um because my daughter really likes it is Domino Falls so where some but like like oh, yeah. enormous domino falls that like oh, you're talking yeah. like where they go across like four different rooms or you know like the indoor hall of a a leisure center. Yeah. Yeah and then they like they put Heaven. out like a really pretty pattern. It's just oh it's so satisfying. That's heavenly that. Wow. What are those? Um, there's another. There's another one that's really fun, which is those that guy that makes those mad contraptions. Uh, oh, they've yeah. got. What With are like, they called? Um, oh, it's those. Something machines. I can't remember the name yeah. of them. Ugh, what is their name? There's one of them I've seen where it's just this one little box, and the guy who made it just put the caption, "I don't know why I made this," and all it is is you turn, you, you flick a switch, and then a little hand creeps out of like almost like a trap door and just flicks the switch off. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's excellent. I'd watch that again and again and again. I have. I, have that, but I think that was in the glory days of Vine. Oh, oh. Vine, lest we forget. Oh, A better time in all our lives. Oh, man. I, mean, I think Vine bowed out, like, I, I, I mean, I'm sad it's not here, but it bowed out with grace and it was like, 
I'm going to go out with a bang and go out with style and also remain at the top. Like, we all remember it. Great. It never got mm. shit, which is so cool. I mean, Supposed I guess... to like MySpace. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, Vine, as far as I remember, not to... I mean, I think that's a very romanticised way of remembering Vine, Evelyn, and that's really nice. <laughs> but... But I think Vine actually just got bought by Instagram and they just amalgamated it into Instagram and it was gone. And what? that's what—that's actually what happened with Vine, which was what? actually quite sad. <laughs> so they've basically sold out. They've yeah. gone, gone full communist. <laughs> oh, not communist. My fluffy memory one. of Vine is a burst. I'm so sorry. I, I, I can't, but I just, when I hear these things, I just can't let them lie. All right. All right. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> speaking of memories, we're going to... Um... Oh, Ben. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. It was... It's like I was born to do it. Um, we're going to um, scramble through your memories um, oh, of, of some of your worst gigs. Now, I remember, because you obviously, you've... How this sort of initial chat came about, I remember, was because you recorded some beautiful cello on our on our record. Oh. And I remember when you were recording the beautiful cello. Mm-hmm. Um, we we I think we just started the podcast and we talked to you about mm-hmm. it. You're like, oh my god, I've got so many. Please, can I come on yeah. or something like that? We were like, oh god, yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, it's it's lovely to have you here. Oh, cheers, yeah. mate! It's lovely it, to be here. It's in in your audio. I was going to say audio visual, but we've not the visual on the air today. Mm-hmm. Uh, in all your audio glory. Um, so so yeah, I mean. Like as I don't know if Tom's briefed you, we usually save the worst for last as a kind oh, of crescendo. Um, and you're a proper musician, so you you know what crescendo is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just don't remember. <laughs> yeah. So um, so yeah, what have you got for us, Ev? Well, let's start <laughs> with the most recent one. Um, okay. So we it was when we had um, we just finished like uh making pain wave our second album and we were so excited we hadn't we hadn't um we hadn't gigged for like a year and we were so excited we <laughs> it was so funny we were like back with a new look a new sound and new hair and it was just like amazing everyone had a haircut everyone was looking trim we all had like adopted these suits it was great and we were like about to um do a gig at oh what was it i think it was um uh, what's that festival in my neighborhood? The festival that oh, they, yeah. oh, they yeah. do, like in all the different bars and stuff. So we were doing that, and then um, the stakes were high, so pressure was on because <laughs> we were basically we'd gone away and we were like, it was after we'd left the you know the label, and we were like, we're on our own and we're going to do be- better than we ever done before, and so we had a lot to prove, and uh, it was our own fault really, our own doing. Um, so we got to the venue. Everything was fine. Everything was cool. The one thing that I was stressed about was whether to stand up or sit down because I play keys in the band, and I was wondering whether <laughs> the new the new vibe was more of a seated thing. You know, we go oh, there. Nice. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be. You know, I don't, I don't, I haven't got anything to prove. I want to sit down. I'll be tired after an hour, so you know, <laughs> uh, start off s- seated. So that was the only thing I was stressed about. 
<clears throat> which was a nice a nice thing to start the uh, start the day with. So anyway, we get there and everything's fine and we do the sound check and then like my voice starts to go. And it was probably because I hadn't done we hadn't done a gig for like well a whole a whole year. We'd just been singing in the studio and we just we you know I, I guess I wasn't I wasn't prepped. So my voice started to go in the sound check and I was like, hmm, that's not good. And then um, we were sort of we just we had like had a little beer. Oh yeah, and the other thing was we were sharing a. It was one of those you know those like inner city festivals where they make all the bands share like one tiny closet and they just mm. put, they just print out the band's name and stick it on like a, a crate of red stripe like. <laughs> warm red stripe and go there's your rider um so everyone's like squished in and 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 it's you know everyone's excited to see each other and we hadn't seen some of the bands for ages and anyway um <laughs> get to the gig and there was someone on after us it was darwin d's i think do you remember darwin d's yeah, yeah. i remember him. so darwin d's were on afterwards and they were just like really cool and we i think in the back of our minds we were like whoa they're the coolest people we've ever seen um, <laughs> let's let's smash it out the park and make them jealous <laughs> 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 We didn't smash it out of the park and make them jealous. It was the worst thing. We got on stage. Um, we hadn't um, all the all the. I think what had happened was the guy who was doing, uh, who was like helping out or something, had put the wrong like um, leads in the wrong places. So basically, oh, I was on stage, my in ears weren't working. So I had no sound oh. and my keys at the time. Now I it comes out of an amp. Uh, I put like my, I put my keys through an amp, but at the time it was just coming out front of house. I didn't have a monitor for any for anything. So I had um, the loudest band in the world next to me. So I had Mike blasting out in my ear because uh, he has his vocal really loud. Um, Gaz doesn't have a um, does have, doesn't have in ears, so his bass was blasting. Ross just has the arms of the Hulk so he just bashes his drums as loud as possible so you know this is why I use in-ear monitors because this is just I can't, <laughs> I can't compete so I couldn't hear a thing right and so I was already had a really like sore throat my voice was going so I was I was screaming to try and be heard and I'm not even kidding you I got to the second verse of the first song and completely lost my voice couldn't even oh, get man. a nothing nothing out oh. and like our whole set relies a lot on you know a lot of a lot of harmonies and there's mm. loads of different parts there's my part there's you know we kind of float in and out a bit like Fleetwood Mac we have like there's some songs that I'll lead and some that Michael lead and stuff so there was a lot of bits missing and these were oh. like bits from songs that no one had heard yet because it was off a brand new album <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't got a voice I'm feeling I'm feeling insecure at the fact that I'm sitting down and I've never sat down at a clean cut kid gig before. <laughs> um, I can't hear anything. So even when I'm trying to make a slight sound into the mic, it's not coming through my ears. And everyone's standing there with the widest eyes just going like, show us what you've been doing for a year. And that is what we were able to show. Oh, and it was her horrendous. And I nearly walked off so many times. I kept looking up at Mike thinking, surely he's gonna walk off surely he's like not enjoying this but bless him he carried on regardless and just carried like just played and 
So, I, oh yeah, and also probably played all the wrong keys parts because I couldn't hear what I was doing. So that was fun oh. as well. Oh. Um, and like, you know, when you've got those gigs after you've not gigged for a while and you're like loads of people come mm. around that you haven't seen in a while and you've been like bigging up the new tunes to everyone and you're just like, yeah, we're so prepared. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. And then we got off stage and we could not look at each other for, oh, we literally, it was it was like we just couldn't we couldn't look at each other in the eye. No one could say a word. I mean, I couldn't say a word because I couldn't actually speak. Oh, <laughs> and Mike oh. just had to go for a little walk around the block because he was so stressed out. And um, and my best mates, mum and dad, had come down, and they're just like the sweetest couple. And um, the the dad came in and was like, "Oh, great, great gig, guys!" And I think yeah. I actually told him to fuck off. <laughs> 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 it's man ever. And he had to like might apologize to him afterwards, but it was just like, oh, it was so funny. Like looking back on it, funny. Um, and obviously at the time we thought, oh my gosh, our life is over. You know, no one will yeah. ever speak to us again. But then we realized that the crowd had all been at an all day music festival, like since, I don't know, 10 o'clock that morning. They were all so drunk. They thought it was the best <laughs> thing they'd ever been to. And we just, uh, I don't know, just got swept under the carpet. So you, you got away cool. with that one. Oh my god, it was horrific! And then Darwin Dees are there, stood at the side of the, the crowd, like stood at the side of stage, looking all cool. And <laughs> then, uh, we were just like, "Yeah, we didn't blow you away, did we?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was a bad one. I can't imagine what it must feel like, sort of playing a keyboard and hearing nothing coming back at you. Oh, it's Cause... horrific. I mean, since that gig, I have now kind of pretty much learned everything so that if if I, if the sound does go off, I can still, I, I know, you know, I clearly just didn't, I was relying a bit too much on being able to hear, if that sounds, that sounds uh, silly, but, you know. I mean, that that's that's not an unreasonable thing, though. That's, that's <laughs> that to me. <laughs> I was trying to hear my instrument. Um, <laughs> so that was... That was bad. I stood up from every gig onwards from that because I thought it was that was the reason. <laughs> you decided to opt out of the the, bar, the, the Barlow pose, as it's referred yeah. to in the industry. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, um, it's, it's pretty funny how those little things can really rattle you, though, because we've had a couple of experiences like that. So um, we used to wear like a like essentially like a uniform on stage. Mm-hmm. And we we made a decision, like, for one tour to just knock it on the head. And the first gig that we played without our uniform was just so weird because we just got so used to it being part of the ritual of us playing. And then it just felt like like we couldn't get into, like, the the fucking zone properly because we weren't weren't wearing that uniform anymore. And uh, it was a really weird feeling. And the same thing happened as well we did a gig at the Casimir in Liverpool and we used to, um, you know, where the Casimir in Liverpool is, RIP, sadness. Um, We used to, you can't see because there's no cameras, but we used to like have our pedal board set up. So we faced each other on stage. And for this like one gig, we decided let's turn them. So we we faced the audience for a change and it just felt wrong. It just felt completely wrong. Um, now we have actually reverted uh, to, f- we do face the audience now, but the first time we did it, it was just like, 
what the hell? This <laughs> is wrong. Saying. It doesn't work. Like driving so, on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, such a strange feeling. You just feel like you, I don't know, like someone's you're a boat and you've had your anchor cut loose or something. Mm. Really weird. I remember that being the least responsive audience. At a show, it was it was a very well attended show because we were were we main support for errors. That's right, yeah. Remember. And I just remember people sort of being like, "I, I, I don't." There was a, there was a lot of there was a lot of them, and yet there was very little noise or sound emanating from the crowd. It's a very they were, um, probably, uh, they were wondering why you were facing them and not yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. You were like, "What's going on here?" It's weird. Bands don't face the audience. At me. No, I know. You know, like you'd think, um, you'd think that at the cars, everyone would be like, Way, and then. No. We've always had a really strange relationship with that venue, though. Like some gigs we've played there have been absolutely incredible. Uh, like, did you ever do any of the ten bands, ten minutes, Evelyn? Or come I did. Um, I actually played the. There was one that they did when it was a like a eighties like cover kind of one. Oh yeah, I missed I that played one. Actually. Keys for Natalie McCool. Oh we nice. Did, um, we did Madonna and it was great. Of course. <laughs> um, so yeah, you'll know those nights are like just really fun mm. and and everyone's just up for it. Mm-hmm. But when we've generally when we've just played like support slots or whatever at the Cavs, it's always been a a real hit and miss kind of thing. Like some have been great, but some have just been like. Well, really Tom, if to I can, um, Tom, if I can interrupt you there, because that the ten bands, ten minutes show that that I did uh, in the band was uh, was actually awful. Um, mm. Oh, because so uh, just to just to introduce the idea, of what ten bands, ten minutes is for people who don't know. Uh, ten bands have ten minutes. There you go. Um, usually there's a theme. <laughs> Great. Um, usually there's a theme. Uh, the theme for our one when I played with uh, when it was my first gig actually with MCP. Mm. It was, it was uh, Fleetwood Mac, and we'd chosen the chain, and we played the chain first, and we and we fucked it up a bit, and we got a really good response for it because. In my opinion, it Fucked was up in a good way, like yeah, yeah, it was it was in a good way. We we got a good response. It was really good, and then we'd the other song because we yeah. could only fit two in was um, Boris, Boris by Brief. Briefcase Man. Yes, uh, only Thomas Pedalboard died at a crucial yeah. point where all I'm doing is pedaling D. So there's a lot of effects going on, and Tom's 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 board just goes just completely down. So Stop. I just all I remember is one guy in the crowd shouting in this like really quiet bit where I'm just pedaling D, waiting for Tom, just going boring. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! <laughs> oh, so- and we were like, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> It's awful when you agree with a heckler. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I'm joking. I'm just joking. It was, yeah, it was absolutely horrific. Like, it yeah, was, no, it was, it was, it was horrific. Yeah. But anyway, we've talked enough about us uh, for the past ten minutes. So, Ev, ba- Ev, back to back to you. Back to me, number two. Um, number two was um, so. We, <laughs> it was a year that we were playing loads of festivals and it was like, some of them were great and then some of them were quite literally someone's back garden and they had made it sound like it was a festival and booked us and paid the full fee. So, you know, whoever, you know, our booking agent was like, yeah, cool. Um, and then we would show up and one of them was quite literally someone's back garden for his 40th birthday. Um, 
He was like, Ooh, a, oh, yeah, cute. he was like an architect and he lived in this, this, is, this isn't actually one of the bad ones, but it's a, it's a tangent, but he was an architect and he lived in this really nice like house out in the countryside and he just decided, uh, I'm going to have a party. There was only like 30 people there, but he decided <clears throat> I'm going to book, um, I'm going to book some of my favorite bands and, uh, oh. and he'd gotten like all the gear in and like all the like, um, by gear, I mean like equipment. I don't mean drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads Although, of coke. They were pretty posh. They were probably doing some kind of what a uh, guy. Uh, <laughs> a lizard's back or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, they gave us their like bedroom as our dressing room, and it was. It felt like it was a bit like um, uh, come dine with me, but we played a gig at the end. <laughs> it was great. It was great. It was yeah. Anyway, that was that was a good one. Um, no, the second. <laughs> The second one I was thinking of when you said about bad gigs, we played this, it was a year that we were playing loads of festivals, but we hadn't got booked for Reading and Leeds. And as a like even bigger, like kick in the teeth, we did get booked for something called Ready Pop. And um, we were like, oh, okay. And then we were like, well, it's in Reading and, you know, it's meant to be this, like the council put it on and it was like this big community thing. And there was loads of, it, it it was really sold to us uh, as something that would be really fun and really cool. And, like, Maxi Jazz was headlining off of Faithless. And it was oh, just, right. yeah, cool. and we were just like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll do it. So we turn up to it. It's in a sort of, like, football field kind of size field. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And <clears throat> there's about 20 people there. Oh yeah. Like, okay. Well, it's early in the day. Surely this will this will improve. It got to about fifty people, but I think <laughs> the capacity was probably about I don't know how many people could you fit on like a football field. Oh, a good cu- couple 10, of thousand. thousand. Yeah. yeah, ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, ten thousand. One million. <laughs> <laughs> there should have been a million, but there was only four. <laughs> and, and, uh, so that was that was just oh man, that was terrible and. We, we we got driven in a little golf golf buggy, even though even though <laughs> it was quicker to walk. They'd pulled out all the stops. I felt awful for them. Um, so we got driven in a little golf buggy to our dressing room, which was. <laughs> oh, I wish I had a picture so you could see. It looked like a haunted house. Um, <laughs> it was like an old. It was. I guess it was the old like changing room kind of outhousey thing that they would have had for the football. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was all like stone and like metal and it was there was no lights. So in the daytime it was fine, no windows, all the glass had been smashed out. Um dusty, creaky, it was basically like a barn uh, and it was covered in like ivy and stuff. So it literally looked like a haunted house. And Sounds it was like beautiful. a really creaky game. <laughs> yeah, Mosh's dream. Uh, yeah. Creaky game to get in. And um, we were we were just like so confused. There was no, like the only place you could sit was on these tiny little like, you know, like little, like primary school benches. That, like, oh, yeah. Had, like, school. <laughs> so there was those. So we were sitting on them eating like, um, like just, just they just gave us a load of crisps and um again really warm red stripe which red stripe <laughs> is nice when it's cold just oh god um, <laughs> so you know already not a great first impression and then <laughs> and then we um we played the gig and honest to god there were yeah there was like there was 
there was about 30 people for us and we were Whoa. like this is so bad what's happened obviously we were going well it's the organizers fault for not promoting it oh yeah <laughs> probably, of course. probably no one really wants to come and see us <laughs> um and we could like at one point i looked across and i saw one of like the food vendors like looking up and just like you know you know when you're like go oh, I don't know how to do it without showing you but you know when you like breathe through your teeth and your like eyes are a bit squinted and your mouth's open and you go like that <laughs> oh no yeah I saw that and I was like oh no save me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah did the gig and it was one of those ones as well where it was like oh we're gonna give you an hour to do a full set not just like a little short half an hour festival set no, like you'd rather the half hour <laughs> we were like okay. oh no and then uh Maxi Jazz, who had been sitting in his, um, in his like, I guess like the school changing room esque dressing room next to, door to us, just chain smoking spliffs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he got up to do uh, his set, and I thought, right, this is when the crowd are going to come in their masses. No, ten more people came, and there was forty oh. people. Oh um, God! We just Jesus. we left. We were so embarrassed. We were like, we have to go, and we never oh, made it again. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think the festival actually got cancelled because they'd had such a bad turnout. Oh man! Did you did you end up, did you end up getting your fee? Getting, yeah, we got paid. We got paid at least. But I think that's. I mean, it was one of those ones where that summer we were just we took everything because we were just like yeah let's do it we were so excited to be like on the road and playing festivals and we just i think our booking agent at the time was like right if it's if it's above this amount um should do you want to take it we were like yeah we'll take it we've definitely learned from those uh (laughs) 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 but um yeah it was terrible i think the worst part about it was the fact that no one turned up for like the actual headliner like for maxi jazz oh, it's bad. Like, Jeez. Oh, no. it's like so few people like ready park where is it at um, um it's surprising how often that sort of happens where like someone who works in a municipal council office gets a big idea and they think it's like really easy to just lob a festival together at the yeah. you know like and and it just it never goes the way people oh. expect it to um oh there was actually there were there was supposed to be a really big festival in my hometown of Clitheroe um that like everything everything were going to play and like oh, circa waves God. were supposed to play and i think like simply red were going to headline it yes. and all this and, and they spent fucking thousands on it absolutely thousands and they sold like I think like 10% of the tickets or something oh. and and it got cancelled and it was just this whole, there was just this whole shit storm around it. Yeah. I won't name names or anything because I'll get in trouble probably, but it was, um, yeah, it was a messy thing uh, in the end. Uh, and it just goes to show that you can't just pull, you can't just pull a festival out of your ass. Like it, it no. really, it takes a lot of planning. What was that terrible um, one in the middle of town? What was it? Open Glory. Open, Open Glory. Glory. Oh my That's God. Fun. That was, that was Best my favourite weekend day. ever. That was not. That, that whole thing was nuts because it was like, he got like, the guy who'd organised it got absolutely like, like people were like sending him death threats and stuff. Really? Oh shit. Yeah, I didn't know it was like, like, like changed his name and stuff. Oh man. For um, you- for for context, should we? 
should we explain what that is to the the casual yeah, listener yeah. who hasn't been to it wasn't it wasn't aware of the phenomenon that is Liverpool's own fire festival. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. Oh man. Did did you have anything to do with it? Did you guys play or anything, or were you yeah, down I, to play? Uh, I organised it. No, no. <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, great. Cool. <laughs> we yeah. So we were actually supposed to play it, and we were on our way back from playing another festival the night before, and I had really bad food poisoning and i was throwing up the whole way home and i was like oh, oh. i was like god please send your angels <laughs> and then he did and it was cancelled <laughs> so were you slated to play on the no festival today day yes no festival today day and then so there was a festival uh, there was the, there was one day wasn't there and it was like yeah. people, there was like people getting like squashed and it was horrible because people were like oh it's like you know everyone was like squashed up against the barriers and it was just like oh god it was like echoes of Hillsborough yeah, yeah, you know if there's anywhere to get your crowd control right and not have another uh, you know situation like that mm. it's it's here so. Yeah. That was like, yeah, that, after we heard that about the first day, we were like, oh, man, that's not cool. Like, mm. what what's going on there? And then, so we were playing another festival the day before. And then, so on the, on the um, I think it was that night, and I was just like, oh, I really don't, I don't think I can do this tomorrow. But And then, yeah, it got pulled, didn't it? Because of um, just, the, just the sort of organisation of it and stuff. And um, yeah, I mean, we did play the. Um, we did play the. Oh, what's it called? The um, Zanzibar. Yeah, Zanzibar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, God, I forgot the name there. I was like, oh no. Uh, we did play the Zanzibar uh, because Lightning Seeds um, got in touch with us and was like, look, should we should we just put on a a, a gig tonight? Yes. And we did, and that was really fun. But I yeah, I remember that. I was yeah. like throwing up before and then after oh, um, yeah but it was mate. fun ever. it was Ed Sway and it was just like yay because <laughs> um, I recall like there were lots of stories like the on that the one day that actually happened like before the festival had even started it was like two hours behind schedule and stuff yeah. wasn't it it was just like yeah. absolutely insane and like they, they ran out of beer in the bar yeah. within That's like it. two hours and there were like just completely inadequate toilets and just oh, absolutely nuts. Very it, impressive it, stuff. It, it looked like it was going to be quite good as well. Like the yeah. lineup was all right, and it was exciting to have another festival in Liverpool, wasn't it? Mm. But, um, yeah, like you said before, it takes so much to actually organise one. There's like even the sm- smallest little oversight can just be disaster. So. Yeah, and wasn't it um, wasn't it cancelled by a singular tweet that just said no festival today? Was that how right, yeah. everyone found out? Yeah, yeah, and then like I don't even know. I don't think we. I don't think the bands got paid either. Um, yeah, I, I doubt I, it. It was oh man, it was yeah. I would really, uh, really like to do a deep dive podcast of this podcast where we basically do a fire festival documentary about Hope and Glory. Yeah, yes. I think that'd be fucking can great. I'd be on the research team. I'd of be. Of course, I'd, you can. You're hired. Like the really American, <laughs> um, the American like the hindsight like interview where they were like at that point. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually got to send the um, the council report um, for that <gasps> festival. Um, a mate of my my my, my insider. Oh yeah, um, anonymous yeah. source. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, sent me sent me the like the full like you know 
two inches thick. Well, it's not that thick, but you know, it's a good, it's a good hundred page breakdown of, of, of what went on. So what I'll do, I'll find it, I'll swat up and then we can come yeah. back to this. Yeah. We can, we can we've di- got, our, we've got our, our dossier. We've got it. Oh my God. <laughs> this is going to happen. You can just basically like, like recite all this, um, all this, all this classified information. <laughs> <laughs> Get it out into the open for good. I don't. I'd rather prefer not to get embroiled in a libel case if we can avoid it. To be honest, I I don't care. (laughs) Libel me up. Libel me up. (laughs) And it will only just you know it will seek to ruin our reputation in Liverpool. But let's be honest. What reputation? Don't no <laughs> 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 we haven't got one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm trying to run a I'm trying to run a business in this fair city, don't you? Sponsored by Trapdoor Studios. Nah. <laughs> Key sponsorship. Oh, I provided the staging, that's why it all fucked up. <laughs> the Tom the Tom Peters stage. <laughs> that would just be me standing around just going I don't know why are you asking me Um, (laughs) (laughs) anyway another derailment but this is it's all good stuff it's all good stuff (laughs) what have you got for us next Ev so I have the worst yes so (laughs) So we had been on, we were on tour and we got um, a like a sort of quite a late request. And this was like, this was in the felt year. So our first album, um, mm. hype was big. We were like, yeah, like, whoa, this is, you know. We're making it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're mom, I'm famous. <laughs> I did ring my mum once and went, mum, I think I'm famous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back down nice. to it. Pretty swiftly after that. Um, no, uh, so we were, we yeah, so we got asked to do this like last minute show in, in the middle of the tour in Coventry. And we weren't playing Coventry, so we were like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. And it was for, do you remember the NME nights? That they yeah. yeah. It was for an NME night. And we'd already done an NME tour before, like at the old, like, you know, the way they go around the student unions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'd done the one of them London. Yeah, <laughs> that was <London. laughs> I think we did it with uh, I think we did it with Peace. Do you remember the band Peace? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. they were really actually a good band, aren't they? Yeah, it was it was a good tour that. Yeah, so um, we yeah, so we we'd done like a tour with them before. We were like, okay, well that was fine. What what's the worst that could happen? We'd never played Coventry, so we were like, mm, it's you know it's a bit of a tricky one because we don't know if we'll actually anyone will come, but. Because it was a club night, we weren't going to be we weren't going to be paid based on like us selling tickets. It was just like it was a you know a club night with a band on first, and so we were like, well, we'll we'll get paid anyway, and it's a good you know. Let's just go see what Coventry has to offer. <clears throat> a, the- a sentence that comes out of anyone's mouth at, at any point, and they're like, a- absolutely yeah. fuck club nights. So yeah, us naive, young, naive, bushy-tailed, we hopped in the bus on the way to Coventry after playing some, you know, we were on tour and it was like it was it was going really well. So we were like, yeah, oh, full like high spirits. Um and we were playing, it was a venue called the uh, the Casbah. Casbah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. the original Casbah, isn't it? Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, what in Coventry? Yeah, I know. 
I think so. Yeah. Not from the Clash song. The no, Clash surely were, not. The Clash are not about fucking Coventry, are they? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, I'm probably talking. I don't think it was, was any of the Clash from Coventry. Joe Strummer wasn't, was he? He was from oh, Bournemouth. Well, they they were, they were, from, um, he was from neighbouring Northampton. <laughs> he was from it's Corby. Corby Kettering. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm completely wrong here. Everyone is going to uh, edit that out. Get rid no, of it. No, I'm going to take it. Right now, I'm Googling where is the Casbah from Rock the Casbah. There must, be, there must be a Casbah in every fucking town in this country, surely. Yeah. You know what? I should have just tried to make it sound like it was a joke uh, rather than... <laughs> I was like, surely not. Surely not. It's not the real one. Um, in it there, Ben, can't you? Um, I think I think it's from Morocco, as opposed yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. Coventry. Uh, that makes sense. Oh dear wrong. <laughs> That's not the first time I've done something like that. Anyway, Evelyn, quick. Sorry. <laughs> so the actual, uh, the original Casbah in Coventry, um, when we got there, it was, um, yeah, we were just like, cool, like enemy night. Uh, we pulled up to it. It was massive. Let's just put that first. I think it was like, the main room cap was like, 3,000 and we were oh, on a tour where we were playing like 250 rooms do you know what I mean we were like not at the stage where we could like sell out a three 3,000 um, venue so but again we were just like well the guy's like yeah it's a club night and it's popular and whatever um, so we got there and we walked in and first thing that happened was there was a performance of um, the Book of Mormon happening oh on mm. stage um, by like a local Amdram kind of group, um, <laughs> and we yeah we were just like, what is this? Like, what is going on? And they obviously had done like a matinee performance and used used the venue, so that was already that was weird. Like we walked in, we were like, oh, this is so like disorientating because we had to sit and watch that for like twenty minutes, and then <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh. so um, the rep came out, and then it it transpired that. Um, the guy who was running it used to be in the band The Enemy. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. What a really high-quality band they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the first uh, red flag. No, it was fine. The, en- the Enemy were great. They were great. They they came and they did what they needed to do, didn't they? And, yeah, uh, I mean, I guess so, yeah. Third-rate that, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, jamming, jam imitations. Yeah, yeah. So he was running it, and uh, you know, he 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 kind of just admitted he was like, "This is actually the first enemy night we're doing here, so I'm not sure on who's going to be here." And we were like, "Oh yeah, but pe- you know, it 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 gets like full normally." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. And we were like, "Oh, oh. god." <laughs> um, and we when we'd pulled up, there was another like pub just down the road, and it was full of students, and we were like, "Whoa." they'll all be at our gig (laughs) (laughs) they weren't um so we um we got shown to our dressing room which was so nice like the guy had put so much effort into like 
just making us feel at home and had gotten us like an amazing rider and just this like lovely like dressing room and just you know just nothing was nothing was off limits he was just like oh do you need anything and it's really nice and there was a band who'd come over they'd flown over from dublin um because they'd been done they, and they were doing like the um is it called like the late the late late show in mm-hmm. ireland it's like it's not right. the late show it's the late late show um and uh, they would do it. They were like literally, they were, they were playing TV like the the day after. They were like quite a big deal in Ireland at the time, and um, and they were like, oh yeah, we just you know we got asked to do this, and uh, we were like, oh enemy night, cool, yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, so are we, and um, still expecting to that there to be like a full house, and um, the the way the dressing room was like it was it was so far behind the stage it was actually like you had to go behind the stage then out a door and then it was like a separate like outhouse building but it was like really nice it was like purpose built for for this and so we were in there just getting ready and then so we hadn't seen you know like normally you can kind of like peek the venue as you're like mm. you know this room whatever and um nobody had actually actually like had a look inside the venue the whole time we'd been like back getting ready so the the support band, like the guys from Ireland, were getting ready to go on, and they were like, "Yeah, let's do this." And then they walked out, and it was a massive stage, like full, you know, like a festival sized stage. Like I honestly, this room was massive, full light show, full stage, like huge. And um, they they walked up on stage, and we like were following them from behind, and there was nobody. Oh Ooh. God! No, nobody there not one single person so we as a band stood in this big massive like room the four of us like huddled together and watched them because we were like well we can't we can't let them play to an empty room (laughs) (laughs) they played they played came off stage and they were like wow the uk sucks (laughs) 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 and then and and uh, and then we were like okay well surely there'll be a few more people um <laughs> two people showed up for us oh my god so there was the support band thankfully and then two people who were two people that like our our old bassist Saul bless him he used to he used to just like he used to like have so many different conversations going like on Facebook with just random fans and people who'd gotten in touch and all this stuff and he was just like always up for a chat so he was always just like inviting people down to gigs so um <laughs> most of the time they were like sound but sometimes these like weird characters would show up so there was there was two two of his weird like cronies were there and then <laughs> and then and then like the support band so we had six people watch us but when we got on stage we found it we actually found it so funny that we were like right let's just do the best gig we've ever done and we actually had like a great time because there was no you didn't we didn't even have to do any banter or anything we could no like, pressure at all yeah we just i think at one point we even stopped half with your song and went should we just not play that one because we don't actually like that one so then we moved on <laughs> but, um, so like we did that and oh my god i mean it was just it was it was so bad that we had to laugh and then when we got backstage we were just like um we were just sitting there just like in disbelief but also actually quite proud of ourselves because we'd done a <laughs> great gig <laughs> so that was fine and then um, and then i remember one of saul's like one of the one of the guys saul had invited down came backstage and he was just i mean he was bouncing off the walls he was just on whatever and uh 
I, I remember shouting across to someone, have you got any limes? Because I was making a lime and soda. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, fucking limes, limes, yeah. Let's get some, no, limes, limes, let's get some limes going. Thinking I'd like, get okay. And I was like, no, no, I'm trying to get a lime for my drink. <laughs> Starts, yeah. Starts, Starts like, pouring coke into you. Yeah, soda. exactly, yeah. Um, so that was weird. And then, like, again, I just couldn't look at the, the promoter in the eye because I was embarrassed for him because he was just like, it was his night as well, wasn't it? So he was obviously, and he just, he was like, yeah, clearly Thursday night in Coventry isn't where it's at. And we were like, oh, <laughs> I didn't know it was a Thursday as well. <laughs> Fucking oh, hell. Yeah. Grueling. Yeah. And then we um, went to get some chips next door afterwards. And it was the first time I've ever seen someone walk over to a table ask if someone had finished their food and then when they said yeah I've finished like take the food off them and start and eat, start eating them it themselves but they didn't know <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> right, have you finished that yeah oh cheers mate <laughs> it was bizarre um when you started describing the the waiting in the in the back room mm. and the the walk to the stage i genuinely started to get a feeling of deep anxiety in my stomach well, because i knew where it was going and yeah. i i just I, i've definitely been there before yeah. uh, i think we all have haven't we um in in like a really really early band of mine used to be in a piano prog band called architect and uh, our mate booked us to play st andrew's students union uh university in yeah. fucking scotland it was like a six and a half hour drive Oof. and we were like we we're gonna play the union it was gonna be great it was a big show it was a big venue and all this what he neglected to tell us was that he'd also booked the event on the same night as like the end of year ball oh, so, wow. <laughs> so- <laughs> literally no one was there oh, there was it was it was just like the three bands and my dad. Oh no! <laughs> Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> and and I fucking I'd lost my rail card on the way home, so I couldn't even get the train home. I had to. I ended up uh, having to buy a train ticket for about one hundred and thirty quid just to get home. Oh, no. um, it was, and the guy gave me the wrong ticket. It was a ticket that would have taken me eight hours to get back to <laughs> Liverpool. Oh, man, that's horrendous. Horrible. Could you not just have cadged a lift with your dad? Well, he'd already gone, so he had all the gear in the car. So that was the thing. Like, he was taking all the gear back to, like, where my mum and dad lived, and I was going straight back to Liverpool where I was at uni. Oh, God, I feel sick. And the oh, thing is, God. right... The- the dumbest thing about it is that the only reason I didn't get on the train in the first place is because I panicked that I couldn't find my rail card and decided I simply couldn't board the train without it. <laughs> <laughs> I simply couldn't this train. <laughs> Such a dweeb, man. Dad's anyway, um, Dad's shows is, uh, is, is great because they're always the loudest one. Well, I mean, my dad is. He's the loudest one in any room. Yeah, that's uh, my son. Yeah, that's my son. <laughs> <laughs> my dad started um, when we, when, when like we 
the first couple of gigs of like any kind of project I've been in, he always likes to film the the gigs from start to finish. But he holds his hands really, really straight up in the air and with a very small digital camera. Now he no, he then used his iPad, which was hilarious because it was massive. And now he uses his iPhone. He's like up to date. Um, <laughs> He, he, very straight arms up in the air the whole gig he will film wow. and he won't mind if he's at the front middle whatever and if he's in someone's way he's like no that's my daughter I'm going to <laughs> film and, uh, and yeah so we have some like really actually great footage of like our early gigs and now, now he says to me he's like now I just sit back and enjoy it Evelyn that's an Irish <laughs> accent, by the way. I know it's just quite nice I got that that was good Thank you. <laughs> it's a nice warm Irish accent as well. Yeah, it's like, like a cup of tea with your dad. Yeah, oh I mean he's he's lived here for a while, so it's like my mum and dad's accent's very soft. My accent's completely gone. It's just like gone completely. So but Yeah, you don't I d I don't detect any Irishness in you no. in you, I'm I'm sorry to say. No. No, it's gone. It left. But it's okay. I have still You said left it. a bit Irish then actually. Now oh. I know. I'm gonna listen out for it. <laughs> Now I know you know I'm going to speak more Irish. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I mean, some sterling work there, Evelyn. Um, yeah, terrible, but, you know. We actually did go back and play the Casbah again. We oh. returned to the scene of the crime a year oh. later. And we, <laughs> I don't know why we agreed to do it, but we were just like, why not, eh? Um, and thankfully, we were playing the smaller room and it was on like our own tour. So it wasn't an enemy night. So we were selling tickets and we could see how well it was selling and it was fine. It was actually a really good gig. And um, we, we all like, after we'd played it, we kind of snuck off and like the, the, the there was an cl actual club night going on in, in the main big room that we'd done. And we all just went up on like the mezzanine level and looked down upon it and just like, never again, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tom, just to just to completely um, eradicate what you were saying before, uh, a kasbah is a North African castle or fortress. Oh, um, right. as far as I'm aware, Coventry isn't in the north of Africa. No, <laughs> it may as well be. It is, however, a fortress. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, they're, so they're my offerings. They're the, they're the worst. Worst. Um, go on. I was I was gonna I was just gonna say thank you because that's oh, really okay. quite depressing. And mm -hmm. it's a Friday night. We're we're recording this on a Friday night, and there's nothing I like more on a Friday night than being completely bummed out. Yeah, and <laughs> emo till we die. <laughs> we usually um end the podcast uh, end, end the podcast end pond podcast recording in a pond <laughs> <laughs> with um a nice um uh like a, a good story like your favorite gig or oh. something to kind of give it a nice little um you know, a little kick, a little, a little yeah, kick, like, yeah. like palate cleanser. A, 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 I was going to say palate cleanser, but cadence is much better. We'd, nice, like, we'd, nice. we'd like a plagal cadence here. Ev, oh, so, lovely. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, what's your what's your favourite gig that you've played? <laughs> um, ooh, favourite 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 gig. Um, I 
I really, really loved playing. Um, we were so lucky. We got to play Alexandra Palace. Wow, really? And wow. It was, and it was sold out. Oh. And it was supporting the kooks. And it was just like, the other lads don't really like the big gigs. They don't like the state. Like we've done quite a few tours where we've supported bands on like arena tours. And we've been like on stage just like going, oh my God, we have no business being on I, like in as big a better venue as this this is amazing um but the, the lads don't really like the bigger ones but i actually really enjoy them i properly like mm-hmm. thrive off the, the crowd that was like unbelievable and i don't know if you've played or like been to ali pali before but it's it's unusual because it's it's a completely flat like like normally if when you have ten thousand people you've got at least like some of the the, the seats kind of raised or there's mm-hmm. like a bit that's seated and a bit that's stood like this was just a flat plane of like 10,000 people um and the room's really really amazing and it was the end of the tour and it was just like oh man it was it was really special it was and like we um we spotted a few like people that we'd seen come to our gigs a few quite a few times and it just was like really special I just remember being really happy up there and just thinking oh wow this is so cool that's, yeah, that's that was really, really fun. Really fun. I don't, I, don't well, think, I don't think that can be topped, can it? I think that's I was gonna say best, no. That's the best one we've had. That's the best. Oh, definitely. Oh, oh, oh. That's the best best gig. I think. Oh, yeah, we yeah. Well, that's um, that's a really lovely way to end. I feel. Um, are we gonna do verb the noun bands? I don't know. Are we gonna do? A not done that for ages, Greg. No. no, I don't know. I think that needs. To... But well, we usually ask. It's been a a, a weird running theme where we ask our <laughs> guests to come up with, or if they've ever seen a verb the noun band. So this is usually found in like the metalcore genre, where it's like burn the skyline. Nice. Um, and I suppose a bit of. Uh, no, that close. Works. A funeral is no, no. a noun. I'm sorry to pull you up on that, but can you explain a... to me what a noun and a verb are again? I, I, I literally can because it's my paid job to do this uh, to seven year olds. Uh, so uh, a noun is usually something you can point to. Um, it's like a thing or a concept that's a very childlike way of explaining yeah that's why i said oh (laughs) sorry i I go i went into my my teacher voice um yes at at the back evelyn listen up because this is your question um (laughs) and and a verb is a doing word Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah, doing yeah. the something, which is a good, which is a great <laughs> verb. The noun, but sure is. So, so yeah, I mean, have you? I mean, bearing in mind that Clean Cut Kid aren't a metal band, no. uh, I don't know if you've, you'll have ever come into contact with this phenomenon. Well, I mean, you know, I was a, I was a teenage mosher, Ben. Yes. I can't think of any noun followed by verb or verb. Hang on. I've got it the verb wrong around. the noun, yeah. <laughs> noun. Noun what a verb. stupid, what a stupid little let's, thing we, we, we brought into the yeah, podcast. <laughs> no, all mine were like, all mine were, I mean, mine, I guess mine weren't like metal. Mine were more like emo, screamo, like. Take my Sunday, Under Oath, Sales, oh, yeah. like all that kind of. They were cooler band. than the metal bands, I think. What about what about instead of verb the noun? Why don't we ask for 
the guest's worst band name they've ever had because uh, we've all been in show. some terrible bands, like yeah. band names. So what's the worst yeah. band name you've ever oh, had? God. And oh, don't say the one you're in currently because I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, when I was in year seven, there was um, three there was two other girls in my form and we all just like looked at each other and went, should we start a band? And just like thought like, yeah, not, not even asking if any of us played anything. Um, <laughs> and uh, we had, there was, I was playing bass. Um, someone was playing like an upturned pan and like chopsticks. And then. Skiffle <laughs> thing then, yeah. Oh man, yeah. And we, called, we decided to call ourselves Lady Muck. <laughs> like a lot of like 12 year old girls going hi we're lady muck <laughs> yeah i even got a t-shirt out of like um uh like fabric paint and like cut like cut like it really like like revealing like slashes in it just like yeah we're gonna holy crap really how old were you again <laughs> I was an absolute nightmare child. <laughs> like, I literally just said goodbye to my mum after seeing, like, I've just seen her for the first time since July last year. Um, and I think, like, during the during the few days she was here, I was like, I am really sorry for, like, me as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> they secretly loved it, though, really, didn't they? Yeah, she was like, that's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lady Muck was bad. We had, like, Area 51. Oh, yeah, that's good. I had one called... I had, I had a band that was... <laughs> where the bassist was, like, much... Like, he was just really, like, clever and cool, and he just knew, like, loads about history. And he was like, let's call ourselves the Kittleback Pirates. And I was like, yeah, not knowing what it was. And apparently it was a anti, an underground anti-Nazi, like, group of, like, German teenagers in the war. So Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't realise how, like, you know, historical that was. I just thought it was, like, a cool name. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, that sounds like a ska band. Yeah, we did like we did like Scar. We weren't Scar, but I think we probably wish we were. Yeah, did like a little skank. Oh, oh yeah, two stepping. I know, oh. awful, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I went to see Real Big Fish with my mom because no one else. Oh, was- Belter! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> fucking hate Scar punk. Yeah. That's yeah. my least favourite oh, thing I in know. the world. I know. I hate, I hate that. I used to love it. I would blast it. Oh, God, just terrible. <laughs> well, we were all young once. Um, we were. We were. Yeah. But listen, thank you so much for coming on. It's been oh, really lovely yeah. to speak to you again. Um, so, yeah, thanks for coming on. And um, oh, we'll, we'll, we shall catch up with you soon. Defo. Nice one. Cheers, dude. Right. Cheers, Bye. Bye.